Welcome to the Just Boldly Go podcast, special episode number five. This is the second in my chats on declutter and purging, and it's with Pam Fitzgibbons. Thanks so much for, you know, doing this, and I, I know it was like totally last minute, and then I canceled on you yesterday, so just thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for asking me to do this. Initially, it was kind of geared towards just moms and women in general, but I've realized like even in the last couple of days that I really want to gear it mostly a lot towards moms who have younger kids because, and I realized like I'm only at the point where I can talk about this now because I'm, I have teenagers and I'm removed enough and out of how draining just crazy the little kids are that I kind of want to talk a lot about how they can by organizing and decluttering their house and getting rid of stuff that they don't need and the kids don't need, they can really like simplify things and be able to focus on what's more important. Absolutely. Because you just get so busy and just so, I guess what I think, what I, you know, have been thinking lately is there's just so much that is unimportant, but keeps us busy and keeps us from doing all of the things that we should be doing in not just taking care of our kids, but just like, you know, in life in general, we put things off because we're too busy and we never get there. So, you know, the whole idea of this program is simplifying, decluttering, um, just making your life easier so that you can focus on big things. Absolutely. I deal with um, a lot of my clients are moms with young children And that is a passion because um, I personally have a history that um, I had some difficulty, um, you know, my marriage was uh, falling apart. I was essentially a single mom a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And um, if you don't have uh, declutter and have systems in place, it becomes almost impossible. You feel like you're fighting an endless battle. So I love what you're doing. Uh, and empowering women, and um, uh, one of my missions is to get women to stop beating up on themselves. Right, yeah, exactly. You have to not, I guess you, you know, you have a bad day, things don't go the way you want, and sometimes that can just spiral you into a week of bad days, and you just have to wake up every day and think, I have, you know, okay, yesterday happened, let's start over today, and let's just keep moving forward, and, you know, I really feel like women who, um, are always putting their stuff off always for their kids, which I know we all do. You know, kids are supposed to be, they come first, they're more important, etc. I a hundred percent agree with that. My kids are always first, but at the same time, if I'm so bogged down with life and everything else, I'm not being an example to them of following my passions. And cause you know, when I think about them growing up, I don't want them to be, you know, living in a situation where they're just bogged down all the time and they can't be happy and they aren't doing it what they really love because, and that's what they learned because that's what I did. So, you know, I really want to focus on that kind of thing. So do you have any tips for moms? Like where should they start when they're feeling so overwhelmed and they just don't know where to go and you don't know what to start with? Where should they start? Okay. First thing you want to start with 
is it's an actually it's a concept they use with the airlines and when they're explaining about the oxygen mask that drops down in an emergency Mm -hmm. they always tell the parent the moms specifically to put the oxygen mask on themselves first and then their children because if you uh, if you don't take care of yourself first you cannot be there for your child and that is that goes in daily life and we we cease to do it it's it's we as moms tend to we're, we're always at the bottom of the priority list we're fulfilling everybody else's needs first and never fulfilling our needs at all. You know, sometimes we go through days where not one need has been met. Uh, you know, I remember the days of not even getting a shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's a basic need in life. That's not a want. That's not a, you know, something special, special treat, getting a shower. No, that's a need. And um, we as moms put everybody's needs ahead of ourselves. And that's where the clutter often starts um, because that, that um, like I said, it's like, it's kind of like running a car without any gas. You know, if you don't fill it up with gas, it's not going to run. If we don't fill up our, our inner soul, you know, with just these basic needs, even um, we run out of gas and we have nothing left to give for our children. So that's number one. Um, Number two is that we set unrealistic goals for ourselves and unrealistic expectations. A lot of that is driven, um, I think, by social media. We are bombarded these days with the perfect lifestyle being shown to us. Uh, Facebook, or shall I call it fake book, um, we never post our our overflowing dishes in the sink or, um, you know, the pile of laundry. We never show those pictures, no. We always show the toasting at a nice meal out. Um, That is fake. And these um, home improvement uh, sites and shows that show these perfectly set up um, rooms and homes, that's not realistic because here's the thing, and the internet is filled with all this fake um, expectations of what a a room should look like, and um, the fact of the matter is that it's staged. Okay, we had professional stages, got professional lighting, and there's not a child within five miles of the room that they are taking a photo of. Because if they put a child near that room, it would not look that way. Right, exactly. So we see these images daily, and we feel that since we can't achieve them, there's something wrong with us. When in fact, we are trying to achieve a fake goal. Okay, so that's number one. You know, it's like, I always tell uh, my clients that I'm working with, I say, hey, stop looking at Pinterest, stop looking at all the room renovations and all these uh, internet-based, you know, images that are not real, Uh, and focus on what is real for you, okay, and that is, that's the start, Um, because the thing is, like I said, we're all trying to keep up with the Joneses, and it's impossible, you just cannot, nobody's life is the same. And it's no one's fault that you can't make your house look like those pictures. And, but like I said, we as women, we think there's something wrong with us when we can't make everything perfect and and be like those images we see um, in social media and online. So that's one of the things I say, disconnect from that and focus more on what's happening in your family life. 
All right. And once you get that focus, I always, uh, when I start with clients, I actually will tell them, I said, take the first week or two and start paying more attention. We do things subconsciously throughout our day that we need to figure out why, like, why are we putting this pile of papers here and not putting it away? Why are we doing that? You know, why are we doing these behaviors? And when you examine the why, you know, my life is busy, I'm too tired, I'm too, whatever the reasons are, that's where you start with getting things more organized. Figure out what's like, for example, a lot of people will tell me, well, I just put the pile of papers here because, you know, I just got back home, I've got the kids running around, I've got to go through their backpacks, I've got to prepare dinner, blah, 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 blah. And so I just set it here for now. And that for now pile ends up to be forever. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's when I say, okay, then we have to look at that situation and analyze what we can do to make that process easier. And the, the key with kids, I always tell my clients with children, there's three things you have to focus on. You have to make tasks fast. You have to make tasks easy and you have to make the task fun. The reason I add fun in there is because you want your children involved, okay? Right. Um, we as mothers also tend to do too much for our children. They oh, yeah. the part, part of their, what's needed in their life is for letting them do, make their own bed, get their clothes ready, do their laundry, um, do, you know, put dishes in the dishwasher. I'm not saying, you know, an infant should be putting dishes right. in the dishwasher. Yeah, no, but, but when my kids were three or four, I was making them put their own clothes away. And uh, somebody was like, I, why don't you just do it for them? It's probably easier. And I'm like, yeah, it would be easier. But, you know, they have to know how to do this stuff. And I'm not their maid. They can help their own this house, too. So. You know what? Exactly. It's, it's not hurting them. As a matter of fact, more and more studies are coming out and showing that we are destroying our children's self-esteem by doing everything for them. Yeah. There is nothing more satisfying when you have things in order and you have done it. It's a sense of accomplishment. And our children are going out. I deal with a lot of college students, um, helping them, you know, prior, you know, learn time management. And what I find is that they have never been given any life skills. Like they don't know how to do their laundry. They don't know how to prepare a meal. They don't know how to clean up after themselves. And one interesting thing is a lot of people, um, one of the things I bring up in my seminars that I give is that, um, it's actually a skill. People don't have a, a natural, sometimes we don't have a natural born skill to stay organized and to clean up. It's a skill that needs to be taught. Like we don't have a natural skill to cook, you know, necessarily. Yeah. Um, these are skills that need to be taught and part of our jobs as parents and which will make our life easier and a lot calmer is delegating some of those responsibilities. And you will see, it's amazing to watch. It's funny when I go into a home and the parent will tell me, no, they can't do this. No, they can't do this. And I'll work with a child and I'll say, you know, put this here and, or do this and they can do it like nothing. They just have learned that with their parents, they sit back and take a, you know, passive role. Right. An active role. And um, once the parents see that, they're like, oh my gosh, they can do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you were saying, um, you know, my children, when they learn their colors, now they sort laundry. Okay, these are the light colors, these are the dark colors, and these are, you know, and by five, between five and seven, 
they transitioned into doing all of their laundry. By seven years old, all three of my kids had, were doing their own laundry weekly from start to finish. Um, that is not to say um, it was done the way I necessarily do it. And that's one of the things we as moms have to let go of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, done is better than perfect. Uh, and we have to turn off, you know, they're not going to fold the towels exactly like we fold the towels. But the fact that they fold the towels is the progress. That was something I really had to let go of, <laughs> the towel folding, because I was very particular. And they never the way I did it. And I was like, it's fine. It, they're folding. It's, <laughs> but it's hard, it's hard, isn't it? It's hard yeah. to let go of that. Yeah. And you know what? Also, uh, I think, um, uh, you know, times have changed. Um, there, there's, uh, there's um, an actual statistic, statistic out there that says uh, most American homes, the average American homes has over 300,000 items in it. And, the, or, you know, just stuff. <laughs> 300,000 items in our home. That's, that is scary. Yeah. And when I go into homes, I see the amount of toys the kids are given, especially young children. Um, and I want to give some information out that I think is going to be life-changing for moms out there. Um, we tend to think that more is more. And when it comes to toys and children, less is far more. The reason being is you will find um, you are causing your child anxiety. They feel the need that since they've been given all these toys that they have to play with them all. And the decision making of what I need, you know, it's a pressure. It becomes not enjoyment to play with toys. It becomes a, a pressure. Oh my gosh, I have to play with this one and then I have to play with this one. So you see these children going bouncing from item to item and not sticking with one. And again, you know, uh, they said an average child has over 200 toys uh, in the American family, and yet they only play with 12 regularly. That is telling. That is um, they're real, it, it's, it's the, the thing is, you're not allowing the child to grow in any creativity. The more t- toys they have, you are kind of stunting their ability to become creative. If they have fewer toys, they have to expand their play with it. It teaches them how to, you know, well, this doll was played this way, you know, one way, but now let's try to expand it and incorporate it into this way. It it helps their brain develop options for things they have. You know, everybody jokes about, you know, they'll give this child this amazing toy, but yet the kid will go play with the box. Right. Uh, (laughs) I mean, seriously, any appliance, if you've ever had a big appliance come in, the kids will be absorbed for hours playing with the box that that came in. Mine have always been like that. Always. Yes. It's the creativity. You are stifling creativity. If you are bombarding them with too many choices, if you limit the choices, it makes their creativity grow with those choices. Um, there, there were times, you know, I was, we, our family was so strapped for money. I had, you know, two of my three children had significant health issues growing up. So, you know, we never had a lot of extra money laying around. And so one of their biggest toys was a ream of paper and some crayons. We did that. I like from the local newspaper, I went and got a great big roll of paper and they would just roll it out and draw on it for hours. That was one of our things. Yes, and you said something very key there, for hours. 
this is the thing. Children, um, we see them, you know, they say, oh, they just can't focus on anything. Well, that's because we've created it. We have given them right. too much with all the toys. You limit them and they will have, you know, they will have such focus. Like you said, for hours, they will be there because you are allowing them to grow. And so the biggest thing for moms out there who are struggling, who are overwhelmed, reduce the toys. Uh, they do not need all of what we are giving them. And the best way they can do that, they'll know which toys they see their kids playing repeatedly with. Right. They, don't, they don't have to, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't have to traumatize their child by like taking everything away all of a sudden. They simply need to get some, bin, some bins. And I say, don't make them the clear bins. You don't want them to see what's inside the bins. Put all the old toys that you don't feel they're playing with in there, okay? Mm -hmm. And put them into the garage, okay? Out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. That's what you're trying yeah. to get to. They will feel comfort that they know it's still within the house. Right. You know, you'll say, I'm not tossing it. I'm not tossing it. And for maybe two or three months, leave them out in the garage. I can guarantee you they will forget about them especially yeah, they if they have the best of the best there. You can also offer them a rotation of toys. Like for a month, you're going to play with these. Then after the month, you can swap out and get 12 different ones oh, if they want. Very smart. And so it gives them, but, and what you're also teaching them by doing that is that you're teaching them that in their adult life, there is limits. Right. Okay. You cannot take, a four uh, a measuring cup that holds four cups of water and pour it into a two cup, you know, measuring cup right. and expect it to stay inside. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where all this clutter is growing throughout all America is that we're trying to stuff four cups of stuff into a two cup container. <laughs> right. And uh, so, yeah, do that with the kids. Uh, if you can, and that, like I said, you're teaching them a life skill that there are limits and not to just keep throwing more and more in there because again I, we're seeing second generation clutter clutter bugs out there right of course yeah. and um yeah and you're also making that you're kind of giving the the idea with so much stuff that there is a higher value on stuff than even experiences and that's another thing i've been promoting a lot lately in my um you know because i do a lot of public speaking events and I'm saying, you know what, you've got to switch that, put more value into experiences. When you're giving at holiday time, don't give them, you know, 25 new toys, maybe give them, you know, five new toys, but then give them a, you know, coupon for the zoo or a, you know, amusement park or the movies or um, their favorite uh, fast food Place or, you know, give them music lessons or tennis lessons, whatever, give them an experience that they can yeah. take into their adult life. Yeah, that's something that we started doing a few years ago, asking, um, especially extended family members, please don't give them things, you know, buy them gift certificates to the movies and then take them to the movies, something like that, just anything other than just stuff, because we don't need anymore. And it's worked out really, really well. And, you know, the kids then get to spend time with people they love and it works out really awesome. Absolutely. And that, you know what, another thing with self-esteem is those experience with grandparents and extended family that also has been proven to increase self-esteem in children. 
So, and we are getting very little of that these days. You know, they might reach out through Facebook to a family member, but they don't spend any actual physical time with them. And that is hurting children in the long run. They're not building a sense of who they are because they're not seeing family. Right. So, yeah, like you said, that's so valuable for them to get out and do something. I know my own kids, they've gone to, you know, um, we have... Uh, like a miniature golf play, yeah, go miniature golfing with the grandparents or cousins or something like that. Uh, Or just invite them over and play games, card games, or, you know, good old fashioned, you know, any type of game, but it's the interaction and the life that we're losing that. And because we're putting so much value in stuff, what do we got? What do we have? And the more stuff you have, the more upkeep it takes. Another thing for moms, the more you declutter your home, the less housework. It'll reduce your house. Decluttering your house will reduce your housework or your housekeeping, like dusting and cleaning. It'll reduce it by 40% your time. Right. That's, you know, I tell them, if you, t- if you were spending one hour a week cleaning your house, dusting and vacuuming and all that, and you decluttered, you would reduce that hour to only 36 minutes. Right. Now that's, yeah. that's savings of 24 minutes a week. If you expand that out over a year, that's almost an extra day you will have earned. Wow. Not doing housekeeping. I'm like, do you know what a value a day has yeah, <laughs> to do stuff? You so yeah, just decluttering reduces the amount when you don't have to dust around a lot of stuff. It goes faster. Right. Exactly. Makes so much sense. <laughs> Well, I didn't so, like. I didn't ask you at the beginning. What? Uh, what's your website? What's your Facebook page? Where can I send people um, to check out your stuff? Okay, um, my Facebook or my uh, website is organizeraz911.com. And if you just Google my company, organizeraz911, you will find my Facebook. You can find all my social media through my website. Okay, I have little links, and I will strongly recommend, if there's moms out there, I have got a YouTube channel. Again, just type in OrganizerAZ911 when you go to YouTube, and I have got nearly 300 organizing tips. I'm just shy of 300 organizing tips on my channel. And I will say very good, because I just subscribed, and it's there. you have really good tips. So (laughs) I'll vouch. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yesterday, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I wanted to provide. You know, here's the thing. We're also it's it's it's. I wanted to provide some kind of free avenue for people to go to um, when they are looking for a specific organize way to organize stuff. And so I'm always eager for new topics. If someone has a question, I said, please message me either through any of my social media or my email, or like I said, you, I have contact links on every social media platform to get a hold of me if you have a question, and I will do a tip on YouTube on how to do it. It's free. Just do, All you have to do is watch it. So, because I know as moms, you know, sometimes we can't get to a seminar or things like that, and to have that available online, I know it's been valuable for me when I need technology questions. I go to <laughs> YouTube, yeah. and I go, you know, I put that in the search bar on YouTube and yeah, it makes, it makes a big difference. So um, if there are moms out there, please, I, I feel so much for you. We all, you know, we take so much guilt on 
And if there's one thing I can tell uh, moms out there is just don't let the negative committee inside your head get to you. Tell them to sit down and shut up. Because <laughs> Absolutely. I was feeling very guilty about, you know, the way our house was when my kids were little. And that when I finally realized, you know, we live here, this is, this is, you know, like this is life and we live here and it could be more organized, but I can't just like, you know, sit down and cry over it. <laughs> so Right. And you know what? I, I try to convince other professional organizers out there to let the people know. I will be the first to tell you there are days when I have dishes in my sink and the clothes, the laundry baskets filling up way too high. And that is life. And stop looking at because, again, it's online social media and um, all those pictures we see that we feel we need to strive towards. And that's not real life live your life, put your focus into your kids and just simplify everything. My, my motto is, you know, organizing as simple as knowing how to kiss, keep it super simple, right. the more simple, the routine, the easier it is to maintain and match systems. Don't follow necessarily. I always try to tell people too. Um, it's a person organization is very personal. Yes. Okay. Organization doesn't mean tidy. It means knowing how, you know, where to find things when you need them. Right. And um, if you set systems up that are as easy as possible for you, they will maintain themselves. It's when we right. set up too many steps <laughs> and everything. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. moms, I want to tell the moms, stop organizing the Legos by color and size. <laughs> I did do that for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Throw it into one big bin, close the lid. If the child wants a little small yellow piece, they will hunt for it, make them work for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so. too funny. I definitely did that once. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. We all did because we saw that picture of how beautifully it Yeah. <laughs> and it's not real. There's no child that wants to go through the trouble of picking that up. And that means then the parent is going to have to pick that up. So yeah. you need to set up systems where your kids can. I literally had a huge bucket I got from Home Depot for my kids in each room. And all their toys went into it. One big toy bucket. Mm -hmm. And throw them all in there. And that was it. And so when I told them to clean their room, they, and I, the thing is too, don't just tell your kids to clean the room, show them once or twice how to do it. Cause sometimes right. they don't know how. And, but like I said, keep the system simple and fast and uh, fun. There yeah. was a point in my um, kids' lives where and they're, they're teenagers now, but when they were like eight, nine, 10, and they'd go and clean their room, supposedly clean their room. And I'd come back and I'm like, you're not done. So finally, like we cleaned their rooms together, got them where I wanted them to be and then took pictures of it. And then I said, you make it match this. This is what I want it to look like. And they're like, oh, okay. And then it was fine. Like they understood like the level that I wanted and which wasn't the level they wanted, but it helped because it gave them, you know, guidelines for what I expected. So that's the key word. You gave them the guidelines. Guideline. What a, what a wonderful word to use. That's perfect. That's exactly what you need to do with the, because again, they, you know, they don't know. We are assuming they understand clean, but our version of clean and their version of clean are two different. Absolutely. Absolutely. And same with organization. You know, um, what I had to do was stop organizing the room like I thought it needed to be organized. So I sat with them and said, what's going to make you put this away when you're done? What's going to make you, yeah. 
And I found out my kids hated certain things that were in their room. You know, you find out a lot about yeah. what they're thinking. And that's, that's another key is you set it up for them and they will maintain it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Um, you're absolutely wonderful. And Oh, thank you, man. Thank you for asking me. I really, it's an honor. Thank you. Okay. And I will, uh, I'll let you know when this, it, it'll actually, you know, be published tomorrow. So, uh, but I'll send you all the links and, you know, you did you just share them graph so I can you know you get the affiliate link and all that stuff when it starts going. I saw that you had mentioned that in the the one post and I will definitely go back again I was like how does that work <laughs> no, I was actually thinking like you know I was telling people about it but nobody had mentioned that they had done it yet and so I was going to make a video of the steps of what to do because you just have to go to Coursecraft and sign up for an account, which is free. It's absolutely free. But then I have to invite you to be an affiliate of mine. So, but you have to have the Coursecraft account before I can invite you. So it's kind of gotcha. a situation, but I really like the platform a lot. So I'll make a video to show everybody how to do that and then make sure you get your so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. For the, the technology challenged people here. <laughs> Well, you know, even I sometimes am technology challenged. So, all right. Well, thank you again, and have a great rest of your day. And, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You so too. Much. All right. All righty. Take care. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.